The Stone and Tile Show is proud to be sponsored by the National Tile Contractors Association. The NTCA is a leading trade association in the tile and stone industry dedicated to professional installation of ceramic tile and natural stone. With more than 1,500 members representing thousands of installers, NTCA works hard to be a strong voice for proper installation and qualified labor. The association invests in a professional staff to provide technical support and assistance and offers free educational seminars and regional training opportunities around the country. To learn more about what the NTCA can offer for you or your business, go to the website www.tile-assn.com. That's www.tile-assn.com. Good evening, folks, and welcome to the Stone and Tile Show. I am your host, Fred Houston, and uh, got a really interesting topic. If you all listened to uh, last week's uh, podcast, we talked about the possible banning of quartz, uh, i.e. engineered stone. And I kind of teased you a little bit because that the government was banning it or looking at banning it, but not here in the United States, but in Australia. But then I got thinking, I started digging a little bit more research uh, into um, into quartz material, which I, I know quite well. And I got a call from one of my friends, uh, David Bonacera. Those of you may know David. He's been on the show many, many times. He's a uh, an expert in stone restoration, but also an expert in uh, in environmentally safe uh, chemicals, since that's what he, he sells. His, uh, his company's called Environmentally Safe Products. So why we're waiting to get him uh, on the line for him to come in uh, a couple of things we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the obvious, and, and the obvious is a silica uh, problem, which we've talked about before. It's all over the Internet. I know the Natural Stone Institute has talked about it, et cetera, but there's one thing they may not have mentioned uh, when it comes to quartz material, when it comes to silica dust, and we're going to talk about that. And then also we're going to talk about something else that is going to happen or a danger that you'll have in working with uh, engineered materials. Now, whether you're a restoration contractor, a fabricator, especially uh, an installer of this material, uh, you have to be careful because there's something else uh, that is not only dangerous, but could potentially be carcinogenic when we're dealing with these materials. So we're going to talk about going to talk about that here in a few in a few minutes as well. Now, uh, while we're waiting for David to come on, and if we don't get David on, I'll just go ahead and talk about what we talked about, but uh, it was an interesting conversation. Uh, I want to mention that uh, my class coming up next year, uh, it's going to be uh, right after the Stone Show out in Las Vegas. I have one slot left, uh, one slot left, and then it's full. So if anyone wants to attend that Stone and Tile uh, Inspection and Troubleshooting Seminar that I do every single year out there, uh, definitely give me a, a holler, drop me an email, at fhuston, F-H-U-E-S-T-O-N, at gmail.com. You can also contact me on my cell. Uh, my cell, this is not the call-in number for today. This is my personal cell phone. is 321-514-6845. Now, the call-in number, if you guys want to call in and give me your two cents or ask a question, uh, et cetera. The call-in number is 323-870-3968. That's 323-870-3968. All right, let's get started. Um, you know, I've worked with quartz material for quite a number of years. Um, 
when quartz material first came out, you know, back in the probably the 70s, around 78, late 70s, early 80s, uh, it was kind of shunned by by the stone guys out there, the natural stone guys. I remember sitting in a, in a meeting one time and a bunch of fabricators, oh, we're not going to. We're not going to take that crap. You know, we're stone guys. We're not going to use this fake material. Well, times have changed, and obviously times have changed because most of the equipment you fabricators uh, use is the same equipment you would use for quartz. Uh, you might need a different blade, uh, but, you know, your CNC machines, your bridge saws, uh, everything else is pretty much the same. Uh, edge polishing is a little bit different. You're using different diamonds, but we're not getting in, in that to that today. What we're going to talk about, is the dangers, some of the dangers that exist. Now, the obvious one, and if you're not up on this, I encourage you to do a Google search and check out silicosis. Just go to Google, type in silicosis. Now, you guys that work with granite are very aware that working with granite has silica in it. And silica will cause, if you breathe it constantly, you know, a lot of guys out there, not a lot of guys, but some guys, are cutting these materials dry. They're breathing that in, it gets into your lungs, and you end up with a disease called silicosis. Now, silicosis is not the only disease. You can end up with kidney failure. You could end up with tuberculosis. There's a whole slew of things that can happen. Now, here's the difference. The major difference between granite uh, and quartzite, for that matter, uh, and engineered materials is this. And I'm taking this directly from an article that I, that I read. And it is, I'm going to read it directly rather than uh, paraphrase it. And that is, quartz surface materials may contain up to 93% crystalline silica. In contrast, the percent of crystal silica in a slab of granite is less than 45%. And darker color granites may even have a lower percentage. So that's one of the major, major dangers when it comes to working with these materials. Uh, now, you guys that do restoration work are saying, well, you know, I'm using it wet, or your fabricators are saying, well, I'm using it wet. Well, let me tell you an interesting story that happened a number of years ago. You know, one of the things that I do with my stone forensics business is I go in and I do shop evaluations. I, I look at shops. Well, I had a friend of mine out, out west that had a, had a shop, and uh, OSHA came in and did an inspection. And what they did is they put these little monitors, these little, they, they look like little aquarium filters, if you will. You, you, they, the, the guys wear them and it, it basically sucks air and they analyze it and they determine how much silica dust is in the air. Well, a couple of the guys came by, come back with some really high silica. And this buddy of mine called me and said, Fred, I, I don't get it. He goes, everything we do is wet. And I says, you know, we, we don't do any, not one bitty thing dry. Everything is done wet. Our saws are wet. Our, our hand polishers are wet. Everything is wet. He says, as a matter of fact, our, he said, at the end of the day, our floor is covered with water. We're almost working in a pond. I don't understand how we can have high silica when everything is done wet. And most of you got you thinking, that. well, that's not a problem. Here's what I discovered. I went out, paid him a visit. And when I got out there, I got there just before they opened. They opened at like about 7 o'clock in the morning, and I was there by 6.30. And I walked in, and, you know, he met me, and we're, we're talking or whatever. And, you know, give me a lowdown of the shop. Let's go out and check, check the shop or whatever. And this particular shop was a, an average-sized shop. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't huge, but it wasn't, you know, a two-man operation. He had probably half a dozen employees. 
And um, I asked him how many shifts he has. You know, does he work, you know, from seven to five and then, you know, the second shift, which some of you guys have. He said, no, we're a one, a, a one shift shop. I said, okay. So I go out into the um, shop and I notice that everything is dry. The floor is dry. And you guys know what happens when you're grinding and you're polishing and the stuff gets all over the, all over the floor and it dries. You end up with this silica dust. Well, it just so happens that in order to turn all the power on and, you know, the breakers and everything, you got to go way back to the end of the shop. So every morning, these two guys would come in, the two guys that had the high reading of silica, and they would walk across the floor. And when they walked across the floor, guess what they were doing? They were kicking up the dust. And that's where they were picking up the dust. So what we ended up doing, or what I ended up telling my buddy to do, as I said, what you need to do every morning before those guys walk across that floor, you need to wet the floor down. Just, you know, take a hose, uh, hose it down lightly. And what that'll do is it'll, it'll keep the solids, uh, the, the actual dust particles from the silica dust on the floor. And at the end of the day, also hose it down as much as you can. So, so just because you're doing it wet doesn't necessarily mean that you're not going to have an issue. And that just happens to be one example. It, it doesn't take much. It, it doesn't take much at all to, to get enough of that silica dust in there. Now, there, are, there is something called, while we're still on the silica issue, what they call a threshold limit. If you look at a material safety data sheet for granite or your engineered people, your quartz people, should have a, a material safety data sheet or what they're now called as a safety data sheet for uh, these materials. So, you know, ask for them. If they don't have them, you need to have them because on there, you will have a little part on this on a safety data sheet that says TLV. It stands for a threshold limit value. And that's going to tell you how long you can work with that material for an eight-hour period. And there are cases and cases and cases in the United States right now as well as throughout the world, you know, primarily most of them are, are over in Australia and Europe, uh, where where people have actually uh, come down with silicosis and actually died. Uh, it's just, it's just horrible. It's really horrible. Um, so let me, let me read something about silicosis here that, I, that I've also found in this article. Chronic silicosis typically develops over 10 or more years of exposure to low levels of respiratory crystalline silica. However, high levels of exposure can cause faster development of this disease. So we're talking these engineered materials, which have twice the amount of silica, a crystalline silica that granite has, and you guys are cutting it dry, be warned. Uh, you know, especially if you shop owners, you know, your guys are liable to come down with silicosis, and all of a sudden you're going to have a, a, a lawsuit uh, slapped on you. So you don't want to, um, you don't don't want to do don't want to do that. Okay, before we wrap up with silicosis here, a couple of other things I want to mention. I'm going to talk about the thing that you might not know, uh, but a couple of things first. Uh, another uh, interesting thing I found is that, re I'm, again, I'm reading from the, this article, recent research indicates that exposure to silicone dust while working with these materials may approach or exceed the Occupational Safety and Health Administration's current permissible Permissible exposure limits. That, that's what the PEL is uh, on the safety data sheet. You will see uh, 
per, um, permissible exposure limit, and that'll tell you what you're gonna what you can be exposed to. Now, I've gone into shops where guys are doing things dry, and uh, they're wearing dust masks. And dust masks aren't going to cut it, guys. You need to have an N95 mask or even a, a, a respirator if you're going to do anything dry, and I don't, don't recommend do it, doing that. Now, there is some additional information and resources uh, that NOSHA, N-I-O-S-H, and NOSHA, um, what they call the Center for Construction Research and Training. There's a website. If you go to Google and type in work safety with silica, you'll get all kinds of information um, on the silica dust. Okay, I guess I don't know where David is, but anyway, I'm going to go ahead and talk about what we talked about. And if he uh, gets on here, we, he can expand on this. Now, I want to say this very carefully, and I've, I've done uh, quite a bit of research on this. And as you all know, Engineered materials are what they now call quartz surfaces are becoming big. And one of the things that concerns me is that we are now working with polyester resins. And polyester resins, as you know, some of these um, quartz materials, you know, depending on where you are, can, can be as high as, uh, you know, around 10% or so polyester resin. So is polyester resin dangerous? Is polyester resin a carcinogen? And the answer to that is yes. If you, especially in the manufacturing process, but obviously we're not manufacturing it unless we have people out there that are actually manufacturing it. Um, but you fabricators, especially, or you installers that are cutting this stuff dry, and even somewhat the restoration guys out there, um, you can be exposed to these the off-gassing of what we call off-gassing, which is the gases that are emitted from polyester resins. And, you know, these most of these materials are polyester-type resin. And polyester resins uh, contain what they call styrenes. And styrenes, and here's another thing that's scary, styrenes can be very carcinogenic. Um, now, there's a lot of research that has to be done yet, and it, it can be a real big issue uh, and I'm real concerned. I mean, I'm super concerned about I, I, another interesting story. Actually, let me let me stop right now, take a quick break, and when I come back, I'm going to talk about uh, some of the issues you have with uh, the dangers with these polyesters. So I'll be back right after this. Thank you, Tough Skin, one of our gold sponsors. Marble etches and stains. Tough Skin guarantees it will not. Tufskin provides a unique product and installation service anywhere in the USA with the proprietary stone laminate products. They protect marble countertops with an acid, oil, and waterproof guarantee. That's right, it's now possible to install marble, onyx, and travertine countertops without the worry of etching and staining from common household items like wine, lemon, coffee, or other acidic foods. People have been trying to figure this out for thousands of years, and Tufskin Surface Protection has done it. Available in gloss and satin to match the countertop finish. Visit them online at toughskinprotection.com. That's T-U-F-F skinprotection.com to learn more. Alrighty, folks, we're back and we're talking about the uh, dangers of working with quartz surfacing or what we call engineered stone. Uh, the call-in number is 323-870-3968. 
That's 323-870-3968. If you're listening live, which I'm live right now, but if you're not, you're listening to the podcast, uh, feel free to call in and uh, you know, let me know if uh, uh, what your thoughts are on, on working with these quartz materials as far as, you know, have you seen anything? Now, let me tell you what can happen with, with polyester resins, some of the more mild things that can happen, and then we'll get into the more dangerous issues when it comes to uh, poly, polyester resins. And by the way, just to back up a little bit, when we talk about polyester resins, a lot of these materials out there are what we call uh, polyester resins, but there are companies coming out with other type of binders. You know, the polyester is obviously the binder, so uh, you, you need to take a, a look at the manufacturers and see what they are. And, you know, uh, I, I remember when I first started in this business where there was, you know, when, when engineered materials came out, there were probably two or three companies out there. Now there's probably, I mean, 50. You got Caesar Stone, you got Dick Stone, DuPont has a Zodiac, you got Cambria, Santa Margarita, Quartz Masters. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. I've got a, a list here in front of me. There must be, I don't know, 30 different companies out there that have, uh, uh, that are now manufacturing quartz and is continuing to, to grow and grow and grow. Uh, but anyway, let me tell you this story about uh, a, a mild reaction when it comes to working with quartz uh, surfacing. And that is I was at a stone show a number of years ago and I had a fabricator come up to me and we were talking and he was saying, you know, Fred, I got this really weird, um, you know, thing that's happening to my, the, my, the guy that operates my saw. He says, every time we cut a piece of quartz material, he was working with a particular type, but I won't get into that. He said he would break out in a rash. And I said, well, that doesn't surprise me. Uh, do you know if he's allergic to uh, polyester resins? He goes, well, I never thought about that. So long story short, excuse me, long story short, that's exactly what happened. He was allergic to the polyester resin. Now, those were some of the mild things. Now, when you cut that material, and, and I've cut this material you know, on my bridge saw when I, I had my shop and, uh, you know, you can you can smell the polyester even when you're doing it wet. It just has, I mean, you guys know what I'm talking about. It has an odor to it. Well, that odor is an off gas. And if you're breathing in that off gas, you know, say you got a guy working on your saw eight hours a day and he's cutting quartz surfacing all day long. Uh, it's a potential problem. Uh, it, it's, it, it, it's, you know, it, it might be years before, you know, there's any kind of reaction to that, but there's a lot more research that needs to be done. Those are the mild, or that, that's a, a major symptom. The mild symptoms are respiratory. Uh, if you guys worked with polyester resins and repair work, your restoration guys out there, uh, I noticed when I, I, I've worked with it and I, I still do, uh, I can sometimes get a headache from working with it. So it can kill your brain cells. And that explains a lot when it comes to me, huh? Uh, no, but anyway, um, it, it can be it can be a real problem, uh, and you know what the potential or what we're going to find out down the road when it comes to these materials, um, it, it, it's just it's just crazy. Now, another thing I'm afraid to bring up, uh, but I'm going to bring it up. I mean, you guys know me; I can be controversial at, at one time, and that is, God forbid. OSHA gets wind, these materials you're cutting contain polyester resins. You're going to need the fanciest system you can for, for you know, collecting this material. So it's, it can be really, 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 really uh, an issue. So 
that's the last I'm going to say with it. I don't want to harp on it, but you want to be extremely careful. OSHA doesn't know. They they don't you know they don't they 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 think you're cutting stone, and uh, that could change rapidly. Um, you know when you start seeing articles like I had mentioned last week about you know certain countries banning or looking to ban the importation of quartz materials and some of the dangers of that. Yeah, it, it can be. It, it, it can be a real serious issue. So, you know, be careful. Um, I found something from the National Toxicology Program when I looked up polyesters. Now, when you look up polyesters and you want to do any of these uh, um, research, don't only look up polyesters, but also look up styrenes. Because styrenes are what are used, one of the things that are used to actually make these polyester polyester resins. So the National Toxicology Program came out with a statement for polyester resins that say they are reasonably anticipated to be a human carcinogen. So you know, I always I always think about, you know, the egg situation. What I mean by the egg situation, you know, you, you, today you hear that eggs are bad for you. They they give you high cholesterol. You 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 know you you can't have eggs. And now, the, the next day, oh, eggs are great for you. So it goes back and forth. And I always wonder sometimes, you know, what are we going to find out years down the road that uh, we have been doing, uh, where you know working with these things that's causing all these diseases and cancers or whatever. Now I don't want to alarm anybody. And I, I, I think the best thing to do is to be cautious, you know, wear the proper mask, you know, wear your N95 mask or, or your respirator, you know, wear gloves, you know, be, you know, protect yourself, protect yourself. Now, what we haven't talked about is we haven't talked about once the king, remember, remember, let me, let me back up a little bit. Remember when the big thing was, uh, you know, granite contains radon and you don't want to put it on your countertop because, you're going to have three-headed babies or whatever, you know, and all this scare. And I wonder when it comes to, and I'm talking radon, but I'm talking a similar situation where I'm wondering what we're going to find out about these quartz materials that are in kitchens. And are, are they off-gassing enough uh, to cause a problem later on down the road? I don't know the answer. I mean, I, I don't know the answer to that. And if anybody has any opinion on that, and you're listening live, give me a call, 323-870-3968. So I don't know what happened to my buddy David, but, uh, you know, he would have a, a lot of great things to say. So um, we'll maybe uh, do a follow-up uh, follow with him uh, at, um, at, at, a, at a later time. All right, let me take a quick break again, and I'll be back right after this. Are you looking for quality greenstone working products? ESP sells many lines of fine quality environmentally safe products. Stone Pro, MB Stone Care, Bondstone and Touchstone Adhesives, more Stone Care products, Easy Care products, and Better Bio, which is over 80% bio-based and approved by the USDA. For more info, visit ESPSales.net. That's ESPSales.net. All right, and we're back. And you know, I know I'm harping on these these quartz materials and some of the dangers. And you know, one of the reasons I'm doing this is that the growth in this industry is incredible. There's a report I actually subscribed to this news thing with with stone and tile and all kinds of stuff. And uh, I got this article 
the other day that's titled Quartzstone Consumption Market to Witness an Outstanding Growth by 2022 to 2028. And, you know, you got to buy the report, which I didn't do. But, you know, basically it's, it's saying it's going to grow. And, you know, I've, I've said this before privately, and I don't mind saying it here publicly, and that is what the courts surfacing people have done um, more so than the natural stone industry has done, and I'm not downgrading them at all, is that they're spending money marketing. And these designers, architects, are seeing all this marketing. And they're spending millions and millions and millions of dollars in, in marketing. Now, I know we have, you know, the Natural Stone Institute and, you know, the Stone Council, whatever that's called, um, and, and they're marketing, but they just don't have the money that some of these big companies have. I mean, God, you're talking DuPont, you're talking Cambria. I mean, you're talking some people with some deep pockets. So, you know, if you're a hard and true stone guy out there and you're not doing quartz, whether it's repairing it, whether it's polishing it, whether it's, you know, fabricating it, installing it, whatever, you need to get, get with the program. So, folks, um, I hope I provided you some information that's useful and some caution, and I hope I didn't scare you half to death. And uh, I'm sorry I couldn't get David on the line here for whatever reason. He must have gotten tied up. Hopefully he's okay. So, uh, folks, and uh, till next week, thanks for listening. Keep setting those tiles, polishing that stone, fabricating those tops. Later, my friends. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.